0: Welcome back in Foursquare Fanatics February installment today. I have with me the two-time world champion, four-time finalist Ray Anderson, who will be taking a shot at Bridgeton uh, for the World Championships uh, from Square4.org Leap Day 2020 Um, coming up. Yeah, just a few days. It's coming up pretty fast too. Uh, Ray, what's going on, man?
1: Uh, nothing much, man. I've just been doing school and training and, you know, doing work, uh, a lot of cool things. Um, but I'm a big big NBA fan, so I've been watching some basketball, um, but I've just been doing a lot. Nothing super specific besides lots of four-square training, so that's really my focus heading into, into Bridgeton this next week.
0: Alright, well, i got a limited number of questions, but first off, I want to ask you, what made you want to go to Bridgeton in the first place? I mean, it seems like it's this part of the part of the world that nobody wants to go to man I mean it's cold it's it's remote i mean what what made you want to go to Bridgeton, maine to compete in their world championships?
1: Well, there's two reasons really um two, maybe three. The first reason was that you know we were just kind of interested right um for about four years now, we've kind of known that uh Bridgeton has been around. Um, that's kind of what got us started on our own foursquare ideas, because we were looking around to see if there was a four-square league we could join. And when we found out that there wasn't one, um, we decided to create our own. So they did have the Boston Foursquare League, but that wasn't really a good success. It folded after a few years, and then they're still obviously they still do their world championships, but it's um kind of it's not as good as it used to be um but they've I think actually and this is the counterpoint to that is it could be better because they don't have to focus on a league effort as well um but you know that's what kind of got us started so I was like hey um you know maybe we should make it happen in the back of my head for a few years it's been like that same mentality hey what if I could go there what if I could do this what if I could do that so that's kind of what's really been the the driving focus um, but then there was a second reason, and this kind of happened only a few months ago, right before I ended up booking. Um, I was in talks. I wanted to write an email to uh, the executives over there, Sean Fell, um, get some get some other people in on that. Um, Colin Holm, director of the Maine, Maine Lakes Association, excuse me, <laughs> and. Um, they bait, and I was like, hey, let's do a 1v1 home and home, right? Um, you'll send your best player over here and do a 1v1, and we'll send our best player over there to do a 1v1 with different rules in their respective regions, right? We'd do our rules over here, and we'd do their rules over in, over there by you guys a little bit. Um, I think you still have in Cleveland, but hey, whatever. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so that was the idea. And they wrote back saying that, um, number one, that they weren't going to do that, um, that that was kind of a silly idea. And maybe it was, um, it was it was a reach, right? And I'll, I mean, i admit it was a bit of a reach. But they also they went further and they went went on to diss diss our league and say that it wasn't credible, it wasn't real, and that every single one of our players was mediocre at best, um, when put in comparison to the world champions over there. So that was that like, that really, you uh, know, be frank, it pissed me off. So I. Next, next couple days I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? I should go over there um, and just, and just show them up, you know, show them what's up. Cause I, that's my goal is I want to be able to do a joint partnership. I want to do that and I want them to kind of have some respect for our league. So I feel like one of the only ways I can do that because emails aren't going to help. I've tried, I tried, you know, being like, well, you know, this is actually how it is. And I've, I've shown them everything that does make our league credible, but they still, they refute that. Um, just because it's not theirs um, and so I, I'll be like hey you know that's my goal right is I want to go over there and do a 1v1 and I want them to come over here preferably Tiger Claw um, and do that but you know um, it might not happen uh, It, it I, but that's my goal and um, yeah so those are really two biggest reasons that I chose to uh, to, to, to make this uh, endeavor and go up to Bridgeton. Oh, yeah. Well, more on Tiger
0: Claw. He's a five-time champion there. Um, and I just be, I'd be curious to hear your take on him, obviously, with his flair and his fashion, the Tiger Claw cape, or whatever. He's an elephant in the room, you know, but but, his four-square play um, is certainly something to make mention of, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, no question about it. He's a great four-square player, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out to him in particular, as opposed to um, some of the other guys like Mark Pryor. Um, who are also, you know, all the other outstanding four-square players over there, I just, I felt, you know, Tiger Caw, obviously, he's the, when you think of Bridgeton, if you know anything about Bridgeton, four-square, you'll know about Tiger Caw, and so that's kind of, and it's not just his his flair, I mean, as you mentioned it, right, he's got that kind of uh, flashiness, right, because of, of what he wears and stuff, um, his charisma too, but his four-square um, skills are, are very well, the, he would not do bad in this league, he would do very well in the international federation of Foursquare. as a matter of fact um i would pick him as a finalist uh if, if the moment the second that he decided to compete in here but as you know i don't think that he's he's actually going to do that um i don't think that he's he's going to go compete uh, that's that's unfortunate obviously but yeah i mean he's a great player great 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 player and um he says that i mean obviously i i, I read uh I read um, a couple things that he said about our league and about um, other four square leagues. And, you know, I, I do feel it was a little arrogant, a little arrogant with that, but um, hopefully we can meet up with him um, in, uh, in a couple of days and, and just kind of, kind of get get, get, get a gonna sit down, maybe a uh, little chat. Um, obviously I think everybody knows who he is. If you know what Bridgeton is, you know, what Tiger Clyde is, you know, it's just kind of the way that it is. So I'm super excited. I mean, to be very frank, um, for those for those listening uh, in, in Eagle Mountain here, I mean this is Tiger Claw is not uh, your average four-score player. Um, he's he is a finalist caliber caliber <clears throat> a five star player, right? He is he's one of the best. The very I mean he's the cream of the crop. He's very very good. At you know I said he'd be a finalist. I would I would have no doubts picking him to win. He is in my opinion. He would be the best four-square player here if he chose to be here. I mean, he is so good. A five-time champion over in Bridgeton tells you a lot. So um, I'm going to have my hands full uh, battling him, but I think it'll be really fun, and um, it'll be a great experience too.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the articles. I mean, I had an interview with Tyre Clark a few months ago. It was actually the basis for one of my articles. Uh, he went as far to say that there hasn't been a bigger day in Bridgeton's history, the whole history, than this upcoming day and, you know, I mean, you talk about Bridgeton. it's been around since 1768 when it was first settled, and, uh, you know, that, that's a long time, and, um, obviously, uh, says, says a lot about Bridgeton's history, right, and then that, that area, um, but it is in New England, and you got to think of the long history for this to be the, the, the most popular day, the greatest day, the biggest day in Bridgeton's history, uh, maybe aside from the founding um, of the city, of the town, um well I'll just be curious to to, to know what do you have to say to that?
1: Yeah, I mean I read that. I read that and I, I was I was very impressed when I read that the first time and surprised because um Bridgeton's been around for so long. I mean, what is that, seventeen sixty eight? That's that's almost uh 200. And, that's like more than two, isn't that? More? I I I went to I did math. I did math. I still do math. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's like 250 or that's around 250. And um, that's that's incredible. <laughs> that really is. That's a lot. It's that's a lot. Long time ago. So I I'm just grateful to be a part of it. I mean I've heard what they're doing, some of the preparations that they're making for Bridgeton and version 2020. I'm really excited to be a part of it, and I'm sure Tiger Claw has the same feelings for it. I mean this is going to be a special day. Alright,
0: well, one of the biggest questions that everybody's been asking me to tell you about and ask you about is, I mean, the rules, right? I mean, you got—I mean, these rules, they're different, right? They're different from the ones you play with and the ones that you know. How different are they, and do you think that it will affect your play on the 29th?
1: Yeah, I mean, the rules are a little different. Um, the very biggest uh, difference, and you'll see this um, from the get-go, is square three and square four are switched uh, which is a really little confusing. Um, the second rule uh, kind of goes with the first rule in that square one must serve to square four. Um, that's always you have to do that. Um, and the recipient of the serve, which is always going to be uh, square four, right? Um, they get a one bad, right? Kind of like our new serve rule. If we mess up, we can call one bad. And I really like this because if there is another one, if you do the, the exact same mistake twice, or just you don't, you don't, you're not able to. Um, Get the round going, I guess. After the serve, um, or receive the serve, I guess is the proper proper wording. <laughs> um, then they call it too bad, right? And that's too bad for you, and that's the way they say it. And I think that's that's clever. So that's another big rule change. Um, and then another rule change is that you do have to. Uh, it's kind of funny, but you when the when the ball is hit, anybody can hit the ball before it hits the ground. It's called free ball, and once the ground hits, once the once the ball hits the ground, excuse me, um, then it becomes poaching, right? You can't hit it unless you were the you're in the square that the ball hit, right? You're the person in that square so there are a couple differences but what I I I don't I'm not super worried about it number one because I've been practicing them I've been studying the rules um, I know strategies um, I've been going over statistics um, tendencies um, lots of things and and really there's not a whole lot to be worried about Obviously, the biggest wild card would be that free ball rule because it's gameplay. That's the really big rule. Right? Everything else, I think, is is really irrelevant um, in the in the grand scale of things. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's four square, right? It's four square. The rules rules will change, but um, the mechanics stay the same. Um, the strategy stays roughly the same, um, and your skills. I mean, you you need the same skills. You use the same parts of your body. Um, there is no that's another rule actually. That you only use your hands. So this is not your whole body like in our our rules, but at the end of the day it's foursquare. All right? Foursquare is and, and like I've been playing foursquare for over half my life. I know foursquare, okay? I know it. I know the rules. I know everything, you know. I I know this. It's built into into my body. I I know it. So I feel like that, you know, it's largely overrated and um over talked about overstated right and people like to talk about oh the rules are gonna they're gonna make you so it's gonna make you screw up they're gonna make you fail can raid combat the rules? no no i don't think that's the case i mean obviously there is a part of that but at the end of the day like i said three times now it's four square um and it's pretty simple you just got to go out there and win and there's not it's pretty straightforward and um i don't think it's as complicated as people make it out to be
0: that's yeah, very interesting. Um, uh, good to hear your take on that. Um, going back to the disrespect from earlier that you mentioned, is the bad relationship going to affect your play at all, or will you just stick to the, the old business mentality that you sometimes go with?
1: Oh, it's definitely going to play a part. Oh, oh yeah, for sure, most definitely. Um, you know, I, I don't. That's the whole reason why I'm going. Right, this is the whole reason why I bought my ticket a couple of days after, after hearing about this disrespect and, and getting it handed to me on a silver platter, basically. And so I. And I was really, I was, I'm pissed off still. I mean, I, that's, I'm I'm spending a lot of money to go on this trip. And I want, I want everyone to know over there that the International Federation of Foursquare is here to stay. Um, We're not going anywhere. This isn't pretend. This isn't a little kids league. This is real, okay? This is real Foursquare. It's coming from real people, too. This isn't, you know, real people are playing this game. This isn't kids. This isn't, I mean, it is kids, but it's not just kids. It's not just a little neighborhood thing. This is the real deal. Um, We have people from uh, Europe coming to play this so it's a really big deal um, obviously and I obviously I got to keep my cool you know I don't want to let those emotions get the best of me but at the same time oh they're going to definitely play a, a huge part in fueling uh, what I hope will be a successful run in Bridgeton, uh next week all right last question before I get you out of here
0: um, what, what are your keys to a successful run uh, come next come next week
1: well um, there's a couple things a lot of people um, have been telling me that I should u- utilize the uh, free ball rule. And I've gone back and looked at statistics from some of their previous world championships. And I found that it's, a re- it's about 50-50. Um, 50-50, maybe even a little bit less um, in terms of the success rate. So I feel like it's a little too risky. Uh, maybe in the early rounds I could, I could experiment with it and see if I can get it going. But um, the, the key here, I think the very first key is just to stick to what I know. You know, don't, don't try anything fancy. Don't try, I mean, I know my four square, and they know their four square. And we've got similarities, and those similarities, because I'm playing with their rules, are what's going to keep me in and hopefully let me win the, the game, um, the match and the tournament and the cup as a whole. So that's the first key. And the second key is understanding the, the grand scheme of things, all right? I mean, I think you you, you probably know this. I know it. It's, it's bad out there. I mean, it's a three-on-one. Uh, we preach in our league against Alliancing. This league, um, whether they preach for or against it, um, it's very pro-Alliancing. Uh, pro three to one every single round. The reason for that is because of their scoring system, which is different, right? You have runs, consecutive runs. If someone has a run of three and no one has a, a larger run than that, then they win. If someone gets a run of four, they would top that, and then everyone else is stuck. There's no second place. It's just trying to, to fight back. So it's it's something where you got to look at it and be like, okay, um, this is a three-on-one. It's not going to be hard to get the server, okay? That, they're going to give you a server. They want you to be in server almost just so that the person who's in server at the moment is out of server right because if you can keep it at zero then no one's scoring no one's scoring and you can wait till you are in server and then hopefully get a round or two and and maybe uh, become the leader but at the end of the day I mean you you're gonna get to serve right that's a given but what's not a given is staying in server I mean that that is so hard once you get in server your defense really starts to show you've got to be ready and these guys hit hard I mean they hit hard. Hard, hard, hard. Um, cherry bombs, boom. You want to go with the spins? They got that too. Tire claw. He's very gifted with the little fake it, going hard and go soft at the end. I mean, that is something that he does so well. Um, there's a lot of of defense uh, that, especially in the final, I'm gonna have to um, work with and, and use um, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna win. So that's another key is just understanding. Hey, I mean, this is what this is what's happening. You know, and just understand what's what's out there. And then the last key I think for me is just. Um, keep my head, right? Keep my cool. <laughs> um, this is something, obviously emotions are going to be running high. This is a world championship, but just like every world championship that I've been in, and I've been in a few, um, you know, um, you've got to be, you've got to be at the top of your mind mentally. You know, you've got to make sure that you're, you're not going crazy. You're not going, um, all over the place. You're not trying to kill one person, right? You're not trying to do this to one person. You're, you're just, you're, you're playing four square. you understand playing the square. You but you're not letting it get to your head. Keep the ice in the veins, and I believe that uh, we'll have the great run and hopefully, hopefully take home the cup. Awesome, Ray. Great
0: insight, as always. Um, hopefully we'll be able to catch up with you after the World Cup. And, uh, hey, you know, best of luck. Hey, thanks, Doc. You too, All right, We'll catch up for sure. Have a great one. Great stuff, as usual. Ray Anderson. And listen, let me tell you something right now. I like what he said about how it's just four square. I mean, that that really rings true for me. I feel like that, you know, a lot of times we make this out to be way too much than it actually is. And it's four square. At the end of the day, you're playing four square and that's all you got to do. But on the same side of things, I'm going to tell you why I don't believe he's going to win. And look. I, I gotta be honest with you, I, I love Ray Anderson's style of play, I love what he does, I love what he's done for the league and for Foursquare in general, but, but I gotta tell you something right now, man, I mean, you look at, I wanna focus on 2019, alright, last World Cup, alright, you gotta go on the side of the recency here, you know what I'm saying, and I want you to take a look, at, um, how many times was he actually dominant in those matches? Go on, think for a little bit. Alright, in the first round... He actually could play second place. His brother beat him. He topped him. Go to the octa finals. He got a free pass. Quarterfinals. He had to go to a tiebreaker with Timmy Jackson. And really, you could only look at the semifinals. Semifinals, that was his, his, his one. That was his match, the semifinals. That's when he started to show that he actually belonged to the final. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. What I do know is that was the only match that I really saw something special out of it. You could all you could make an argument, obviously, for the last bit of the final, where he went on an 11 to two run to seal to uh, force an overtime, overtime one v one, and he eventually lost um to Macy Cohen. But what I'm trying to say is he got bailed out, all right. Now he could have easily lost, all right. Now you you take you take that 2019 performance and you you replace. Utah, right? You replaced the International Federation of Foursquare. And you you put in Bridgeton. Just put in Bridgeton for me really quick. Put that in your mind. Now, I'm not here to say that he's not gonna win. But look, it's not looking very good, man. I I'm telling you, in my humble opinion, after looking at, you know, side recency, I've looked at the film, I've looked at Bridgeton's film, I, you know, after the interviews with Tiger Claw and Ray Anderson. Uh, that's something that I, I just don't see how he's gonna get bailed out. He had a, you can afford to have a bad round in a bad round or a couple rounds over here in his own home thing, but but he's not gonna be able to afford to have that. Uh when he's over in Bridgeton and and, and frankly Tiger Claw does have that, that that luxury. He can have some bad some bad bad outings and still, still make it happen because it's his his place. And he knows it, um, and he's very good. Um, and, and, look, I want to stick on that topic for a second. You look at Ray. I mean, he he said it. He said it. He said that Tyra Claw would be a finalist if he ever went to Bridgeton And, and look, I, or he went here, excuse me, uh, to the International Federation Foursquare. And, look, I got to agree with him 100% wholeheartedly. In fact, I believe, I believe that Tyra Claw, would win every single one if you put him in 2016, 2017, 2018 and 2019, I believe he would have won all of them. I feel like he would win 2020. He is that much better than everybody else. Claw is somebody who I mean, he is a he is a, a gifted four-square player. Um he is head and shoulders, head and shoulders About everybody in the International Federation of Foursquare, as far as I'm concerned. And look, I mean, I I feel like Macy Carwin and Gage Tobler are right at the tippy top of that. uh, Ray Anderson is right below them. Right below them. And I'm just Ryan Gagne, Aaron Hole, Dallin, both, Timmy Jackson, everybody, everybody, everybody. Don't forget John Carwin. I mentioned him. All right. Everybody's in there. You can can, count John Tobler in there. All right. Count everybody. Entire claw. He's way up above that man. He's way up above that. And, and look, this ain't this isn't gonna this going the thing gonna stop, kids. Ain't gonna stop with with this. All right, I believe that eventually we're gonna see Tiger Claw. We're gonna see him come, and we're gonna see him in our, our arenas. We're gonna see him. We're gonna see him play in the World Cup. And I feel like that when I'm speaking to you right now, half of y'all, if not more than half of y'all, are probably scoffing right now. You're like, ah, bro. Nah, you got to stop it, man. You you don't even know, bro. Come on, come on. Take it easy, take it easy, take it easy. And maybe, I mean, I'm an old man. Maybe, maybe, all right? Maybe I got to take a chill pill. But what I'm saying right now, this is my opinion, is that Tiger Claw is by far the best player in the world. By far. Ray Anderson was never the best player in the world, all right? He was the best player on this side of the United States. For a couple years. And that has shifted to Macy Carwin. Heck, I'd be hesitant to put him in the top three over here. Alright, but hey listen. If you're talking about overall. Best in the world. Tyler Claw 1. Macy Carwin 2. Gage Tobler 3. Ray Anderson 4. Maybe 5 if you want to put Ryan Garney up in there. Or John Tobler. And listen, let me tell you something. This is not... This isn't just one and two, right? This is like one and then you go two. You got to have a, a semicolon, you know what I'm saying? Or a whole nother space, a whole nother line. So that's what I believe. I, I believe that, look, Ray Anderson's is going to give it his best effort. He's going to give it his best effort. But there's no guarantee The Ray is just going to go and, and walk away with it. Or that he's going to to get to the final. There's no guarantee he's even going to get past the first round. If he has the same type of outing that he had in the first round of last year's World Cup, there's no telling what's going to happen. He might just get eliminated in the first round, and then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's the real question. Can Ray Anderson answer the call? And I don't believe he will, folks. I believe that if it was two years ago, maybe he could do something about that. But this is 2020, folks. And Ray Anderson is traveling to Bridgeton, Maine to battle Tiger Claw and the rest of them. And I just, I don't see it happening, folks. I don't see it. And maybe it happens. Maybe it happens and I get shut up and I get shut up. And hey, I've been wrong before. I have been wrong before, but I do not believe that Ray Anderson has it in him. As I said in January, I believe that they, uh, if you bring Macy Carwin to Bridgeton, if you bring Gage Tolbert to Bridgeton, I believe those two would fare way better than Ray Anderson. They're more, um, they're more skilled, as far as I'm concerned. Now, there is that definite the question, definitely the question of the clutch gene, and I believe that as far as that's one thing to go that Ray Anderson has going for him. All right, he's got that in him. He's got that clutch ability. Now, the question is, though, is he going to be able to pull that off? Is he going to be able to pull it out of his bag of tricks? Because as we saw, his clutch gene is getting harder and harder to pull as we move forward with time. All right, and that's all I got to say on that issue. And once again, great podcast. I'm looking forward to Bridgeton. Looking forward to watching my boy, my boy, my boy, Ray Anderson go up and bash heads with some of the world's most elite four-square players, including Tiger Claw. I will be in attendance. I will be in attendance. Um, I had had to go buy my ticket, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Tickets are sold out. They've never had tickets before. They've never had tickets before, but this year, back in July, when Ray Anderson announced it, he got the Lakes Environmental Association in on it. They've been selling tickets like crazy, and this is not. All right, you want to go look at Bridgeton right now because I'm in Bridgeton right now. And I'm taking it in. You've got banners. You've got banners. You've got you've got your you know, the newspapers. They're going crazy over it. You got Tiger Claw doing uh, painting it all over town. Tiger Claw, all the orange, man. They're telling the town wear orange and support Tiger Claw. This is real, folks. This is real. This is something that you're not going to want to miss. So catch it. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have a live. We're going to have to ask the International Federation of Foursquare. Definitely, I believe that IFFS official will keep you updated. So you just make sure to be, be be ready. Be ready because we want to see Ray Anderson win. He's going into a very hostile environment. Everybody, everybody sold out over there at Bridgeton Academy. Sold out. And everybody's going for Tiger Claw. They're painting the orange. They're painting everything orange and they're going for him. So you got to show some support. This is Dr. Serving New Storm on Four Square Fanatics. The, first, the second, excuse me, the second episode. Have a great one.